This is Agents Influence Podcast. Texting is a challenge, but our ultimate goal as is the agency is regardless of that system, right? So you've got that. You've got the physical number, who owns it, where does it go? The other piece is the integration side. So we want to make sure, even if it is a third party that we can't port that number over from, that regardless of where you send that text, it ends up in the system of record that you so choose. That might be your AMS, it might be your CRM. A lot of people get real frustrated up front on the texting because it's a challenge, but we're working on that texting integration into a lot of those other solutions over the next several weeks. So we're pretty excited about that. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently. Change your agency. Change your finances. Change your family. And in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hey, 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 loyal listeners. Welcome to Agents Influence Podcast, conversations with Jason Cass. And today I am here with Mr. Stephen Moore. And he's my buddy from the LSV, also known as Lightspeed Voice. I am really, really excited. Guys, this is not just about phone systems. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk as friends. Steve and I just got done hanging out about two and a half, three weeks ago um, in, um, shit, I don't know where we were, were, like Cape Coral or Fort Myers, Florida. We were somewhere around there. And where, where was it? Uh, Placida. It's, yeah. it's an interesting name. Um, and so we were there and I had a great time. I'm going to talk about some of that stuff, talk about some exciting events, talk about something that has never happened to me in my life. And I may not be here speaking on this very microphone to you on eleven twenty. If it hadn't been for Mr. Stephen Moore, don't miss that. I promise you. But before we get there, I want to tell you about AI Mastermind. You got to check out AI Mastermind. Why? Because people like Steve are in it. The CEO of Lightspeed Voice, Brad Fuller's in it. Why do we have them in there? Because if we have a communications question or we need to know something about our phones, it's just like, yep, they've got their own users group. Yes, they do. Yes, they've got people in there following and answering the questions. Yes, you could just hit them on support at lightspeedvoice.com. Yes, you could just call them because they have the best customer service in the world. But why not just have the number one and number two dudes like right in the mastermind? That's what we have them there for. So you get that connection. And you're like, oh, I think I want to know something about agency operations. It's like, hey, Billy Williams is in here. Oh, I need to know something about my management system and how it's going to work. Oh, Steve Anderson's in here. Dude, got to know about content creation. Oh, Chris Paradiso, Ryan Hanley, David Carthus, who you need, they're there. These people are in there and I've built this for you. You know, I say it on this podcast a lot. I do what I do because I do it for you. It just doesn't mean this podcast. It means that we've built this forum out there for agents. We make people pay $99 a month because anything good requires you to put a little skin in the game. And then not to, not besides that, we just take the money and the money that Steve and Brad give us. And then we go have like a big old party once a year in, in Puerto Rico or Florida or something. I mean, I, I, come on, please tell me the reasons why you haven't signed up. Now, I have heard some agents say, I haven't signed up, Cass, because you know what held me back is I just didn't think that like, they haven't said they're worthy, but I don't know the name of the word they're used. It's like, I just thought that like, I wasn't good enough for that yet, or that was going to be over my head. And I'm like, are you serious? Like, let me tell you something. There are right now 12 agents that are in there that are actually in there for free. And the other mastermind champions don't even know that. But I put them in there for free because they're brand new agents. 
They can't afford $99 a month. I was there. I get it. And that's hard for us to believe as, as successful agents today that we can't afford $99 a month. But there was a time <laughs> when I needed $99 a month, you know? And so I've let those people in there for free. Those that, that doesn't say anything about me. What I want you to know is those are the type of people that we're trying to get in there. Why? Because I want to help people. Why? Because I want to give them the life that I never thought that I would have. I want them to experience that as well. It all starts in AI Mastermind, especially during COVID. You need AI Mastermind. Become a champion. Join us. Insuranceagencyintelligence.com. Click on the top right. Click Mastermind. We give you a picture. We show you everybody that's in there. We have their name in there. Go there. We're waiting for you. Steve-O, how are you, buddy? I am fantastic. How you Man, doing? I'm doing good. It's been about three weeks. Uh, it's a little different. You, you're you in long sleeves too. I'm in long sleeves. Last time we were together, we were not in long sleeves. We were not. We were not. Yeah, and it got into the 70s today, so I had to wear a jacket and it got a little chilly. Yeah, right. <laughs> and and we were sitting out on the the porch on, out on the, uh, on the dock surrounded by mangroves. It's a phenomenal thing. Those things grow everywhere. We stayed in a place where it was like a little island, loyal listeners, and we had to take a ferry. Uh, that ferry probably held what, like 10, 15 cars. It's a small. Yeah. And 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 it would take you, and like literally you would take off and you would be on the other side in I don't know, 30 seconds, maybe 45 seconds. It was very, very short, but it was a really, really they definitely could build a bridge fairly easily, but they choose but they not choose to. not to. And I need to really remind remember this, loyal listeners, when I tell you it's on an island. Okay, probably not going to have a lot of emergency services close by. Keep that in mind as we talk. Probably not a lot of emergency services close by. Steve, some of the listeners have heard you before. And Lori listens was funny. Him and I recorded a podcast. And like he said to me, Cass, one day, like, Cass, when are you ever going to play that podcast? So I was like, oh, man, when, what happened to that podcast? And go ask my team. I'm like, what happened to that podcast? They're like, man, that's the one that like got tore up in all the recording and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God, one of my best friends and my main sponsor. That was the one. And you guys didn't even tell me. And I didn't even know about it. And so I, so I felt so bad that I decided to bring him on again. No, I'm joking. You're allowed on anytime you want to. All right, Steve-O iPhone or Droid user? I am an iPhone guy, mostly because my kids forced me see, to be. See how they you know? come up with excuses? Yeah, they come up with excuses. <laughs> I don't tinker enough for that. And that's probably just a terrible perception, but I feel like Android guys think they're all tinkerers and all that kind of thing. We I don't want stuff to we work. We do. That is true. That is true. Sometimes if you just need it to work, stuff that's out of the box that three-year-olds can use are pre is, is pretty uh, <laughs> Shot so, hey Shot. Steve, what's the last app you downloaded? Last app I downloaded is actually uh, LegalZoom. As a matter of fact, I just did that really? yesterday. Really, little LegalZoom. Uh, yeah, working on some. Still, you know, I had a, an experience recently that made me kind of reflect on some things, and I, you know, just trying to make sure all my stuff is in order. <laughs> I'm sorry, listeners. This is great. We're building to a story that we didn't even know we were going to tell, but why can we not? It was a major thing in our lives. So are you, do you love to win or do you hate to lose? I love to win. You know, it's just, just the most fun thing in the world and losing you can learn from winning. You can, you know, you just get that moment of, of uh, glory that, that all you've been working for was good. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I like it too. I like it too. It just feels good. You know, oh, yeah. like my preacher says, though, to me, he says, Jason, sometimes feeling good is the enemy. I said, what do you mean? He said, when you're playing, when you're on the casino, 
you think that you feel good. That's, That's not right. right. You know, you're doing things yeah. and you're looking at people the way you shouldn't. That means it feels good, <laughs> but you shouldn't, you know? And I'm like, man, I hate it, Seth, when you talk all the time. I'm going to bring him on here because people would love that guy. Whew, I'm telling you, is it a rant kind of morning or what? I mean, my goodness, it is a le- it's only 9.23 in the morning. And I got to admit, I, I didn't have a uh, coffee this morning. I'm over here drinking Aquafina. You should, man. You I'm over should, here drinking man. Aquafina, and I'm on fire. Maybe it's because my friend's on here. Maybe because I feel like I'm full of life. <laughs> <laughs> got to be. All right, man. So uh, of the two things, luck or skill, what's brought you to where you are today more than the other? Uh, I mean, skill, right? I mean, it's, you know, no, luck definitely plays it, but if without the skill, you can't get to the dance unless you're just playing the lottery, which none of us are doing, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, you got to have skill. Luck is always involved, but without the skill, it ain't happening. You got lucky to get this job, but it was the skill of what you showed and all state and what you've done in your lifetime that got you that. I'm telling you, that's exactly that is right. a good job you got because you guys are just more than just talk. Okay. We are more than we are getting better every damn right. You are, you are got a long way to go, but you are. And it doesn't matter what phone system you are in the world. We got a long way to go because this old fashioned thing, once people start thinking about how we should be interacting with people, we're going to figure out that the way we do it today as a phone system is old. And we'll talk a little bit about that, but tell us about you, Steve. I know that you've got wonderful kids. I know you've got a wonderful wife, Laura. Uh, she was a loyal listener. She was with us, David Carruthers and his wife. We were all at this place. Tell us about it. Take us back to college. Bring this forward. How'd you get here? Yeah. So, uh, personal level, you know, as you mentioned, married four kids, never boring, obviously play a lot of sports with the kids, et cetera. But, uh, you know, professionally, um, you know, had a couple of businesses early on in my life, tried to do the old entrepreneurial thing. And as a young guy, you know, popping kids out left and right, it just didn't quite work out, but found my way into the insurance business actually for a while, mm-hmm. uh, working in agencies, managing, managing agencies, eventually went to run a call center for AIG, was a sales manager within the uh, AIG auto sales call center for a little bit. Um, during that time, went back to school, Got a couple degrees, you know, figured if I'm going to be a corporate guy, I better be prepared for, for all that stuff. And uh, ended up finding my way to eBridge, which was a technology company, document management within the insurance business that built an AMS called eAgent. Okay. Uh, did a good So did a good enough job selling that across the country. And that Allstate ended up purchasing the product back in uh, 2012. And then I went along with the acquisition over to Allstate. So I was there until last year. Uh, managing agency-facing technology. So primary goal was getting the agent rolled out across the country, uh, did that, and then kind of rolled into some other things. Uh, you know, got a little bored with the corporate world, you know, sales, marketing, you know, guy and, and, and at heart and uh, wanted to jump out to a new adventure. I had met Brad actually with Allstate because mm-hmm. agent uh, integration was actually one of the first integrations that Lightspeed Boys did you know, made that connection, helped Lightspeed Voice grow, you know, helped the agent, you know, provide that functionality. And uh, as luck would have it, you know, Brad and I got together in uh, April of last year. I uh, jumped on board and it's been awesome, man. It's been just just great. And we're always going to give our shout out to Mr. Marcus Hayes. That's my man. That's hey, right. I didn't know you and you didn't know me until old Marcus Hayes walked into the industry. That's right. That guy. That's right. But, but dude, yeah, I mean, and, and here you've been, man, it's almost two years now because, I mean, to me, it seems like even though it's November, it's like it's already the start of the new year. It's just oh, the way my brain's yeah. thinking. 
Dates are, dates are just not even. No, they're just not. It's so like, it's like, whoa, okay, really, it's a year and a half, but it almost seems two years. Right. And I think that uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited as to what you've been able to do. I knew Lightspeed from 2014, 2015 to now, and I've known where they've went and they've done unbelievable things. There was some great foundation that was set up. Um, and then not only was there new foundation when you came in, but you had to expand the building, right? You had to say, Hey, we're going to have to do things differently and new things because you guys are always cutting edge. And if you're going to, that's the pressure of being cutting edge, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. I was, I was going to kind of bust your chops a little bit. You know, we're, we got a lot of projects going on. I'm sure we'll touch on some of them. And we're like, Oh, we're so close, man. We are like months away. We're going to have everything out there. And then Cass comes down for a visit and we're like, <laughs> come on, man. We're like, it's like, Few years worth of stuff we got to do now, you know. No, so it's all good, but that's why we love the the partnerships and everything. And it just, you know, you're always trying to to stay out with what's out there, right? Just as a company, you just want to be relevant based on what's out there. And we need folks to come in and tell us, like, hey, that's fine, but everybody's going to have that. What are you going to do different? Correct. What are you going to do next level? And uh, that's what's great about, you know, uh, yes, coming having you come down and mix in some fun for sure, but you know, the couple hours we did spend talking about business is going to impact what we do really going forward. Totally. So, great. Well, and it does. And, 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 and into the basis of that, loyal listeners, is what we've talked about is, is there has to be a phone system. Everybody's going to niche in this world. It's just going to happen. And phone systems are going to be the same way. And it's going to be that uh, the way that a dentist needs their phone to act and the things it needs it to do a lot of similarities but a lot of differences right there's the phone as opposed to the way that an insurance agent needs it to act versus the way a cpa needs it to act versus the way a hairstyle or a hair salon needs it to act and or and when i say act because it's more than just ringing it's it's more than just talk they already understand where we're going in this and transcriptions and things that we'll get into at a later time but that's that that is where it was coming from i am coming there to say i don't have the phone of the future but i know the phone of the future for what my agency needs and and that's why I love Lightspeed and the fact that you guys have taken this to say, hey, we do other industries, but ma ma mass majority of what you do is insurance agencies. Um, and where, where are we at? 3,000, 4,000 clients, agencies, customers, roughly? North of three, south of okay. four. Yeah, so somewhere yeah. around there. Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. So, so, they, so I think, I mean, you guys have the expertise to make this happen. Um I, I can't act like I get tired of saying it because I probably haven't said it on here much, but I say it to a lot of people on a one-on-one -on -one basis when they ask me about Lightspeed Voices is they own their own software or their, excuse me, they own their own infrastructure. That's so big to me, you know? Um, and, and I want to let everybody know we have company A, we have company B. Company A is, let's say, a Lightspeed Voice or let's just say they're just a phone company that owns their own infrastructure. Company B comes to them and says, hey, we want to white label that, as you loyal listeners may know. We want to put our name on it, but we just want to buy some of your infrastructure and then build ours on top of it. And if they build a big enough piece, sometimes they may have company C that comes in and buys from company B that's buying from company A. And that's why when you have a tech problem, they say, oh, let me get the level one. Oh, got to go to level two, got to level three. 
I saw Nicholas Ayers do a video inside the mastermind that he was talking about this with other CRMs. CRMs are doing this now. They're white labeling yeah. themselves off of other ones. And he says, the problem yeah. with it is, is the people that you're buying the white label from, it's never their problem. It's always the company that's having the issue at the very bottom. So why don't we just do business with the people that are at the very bottom, which are the ones who own their infrastructure. And that is what Lightspeed Voice um, offers. Um, through all of them yeah. that I went through, that was my one thing. Yeah, and we had a great conversation. It was probably about a year ago. And you know, you'd said to me, you're like, you know, Steve, you guys talk about your customer service, and yeah, your customer service is great. But everybody can provide great customer service. And you'd said to me, you were like, the reason you can provide that great customer service, it's not that your people are nice, it's that they can actually solve the problem. They don't have to call other people and rely on other people. And then, you know, we, you just get kind of inside your own head thinking a certain way. And I was like, yeah, that's right. You know, yes, we provide that awesome customer service. When you call us, somebody's going to answer the phone. But if they can't solve the problem, none of that matters. Right. So they can literally within our building solve, solve the, problem. the problem. You know, we've got data centers in, in Atlanta and, and Seattle. We have people. If we need to go, we go, you know, et cetera. So, yeah, that, that's, it's really critical. And, and, and you did a great job of, you know, we knew that we talk about it, but we, we hadn't really focused on it yeah. um, out there. Yeah. So, Why are we able oh, to provide that great service? You know, that's important. This is yeah. so, so important. Um, and I'm glad that you uh, believe that. Now, this is this is a uh, love fest uh, because I do love Lightspeed Voice. At the same time, um, I think texting in the industry is terrible. I don't understand why anybody can figure it out. You guys have figured it out for your customers and the way that it works. Yep. But the problem with it is that you guys have, like everybody else does, it depends on the system you're using. And then it also depends yep. on behind the scenes, loyal listeners, without getting detailed, behind the, behind the scenes, there's texting platforms that use different platforms that don't work together. And then on this side of the wall, there's we are like, hey, why doesn't this just all work? There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that makes it very difficult to work, right? Yeah, texting is a challenge. And I even when I explain it sometimes, I feel myself like, am I making any sense here? You know, but the, the really the, the issue, ultimately, I think most people want to be able to text from their main phone, mm -hmm. right? So the problem is, you know, as people were early adopters on VoIP and early adopters on texting, that wasn't really available. So they've kind of created these other ways to do mm -hmm. it. Now we're coming in saying, hey, we can text on our main phone number. Everything's great. But now you've already got two, three or four texting numbers out there that are owned to back to your point on the white labeling, not owned by the system you got them from, but they're owned by a back end solution. Right. That's not ready to play nice doing that. Right. Because it, it takes away some of their revenue, et cetera. So, yeah, I, bottom line, I always try and tell folks like, well, we can work with anybody we will work with anybody we've got the systems in place and the relationships to be able to make it work as close to the way as you, you can um but you know at the end of the day the texting it's piece you, either you have to make a choice really either kind of work with some kind of workarounds or suck it up and change those numbers that you're doing the texting from and, and how long you've been doing it and how frequent you use it are, are really going to go into that but our ultimate goal as is the agencies is regardless of that system, right? So you've got that, you've got the physical number, who owns it, where does it go, et cetera. The other piece is the integration side. So we wanna make sure, even if it is a third party that we can't port that number over from, that regardless of where you send that text, it ends up in the system of record that you so yeah, choose, yeah. right? So that might be your AMS, it might be your CRM, you know, whatever the case is. So um, 
a lot of people get real frustrated up front on the texting, um, as do as do we, because mm-hmm. uh, it's a challenge. But yeah, it's you know we we can solve most of the items. We're working on that texting integration into a lot of those other solutions um, over the next really several weeks. So you know, pretty excited about it. And, and it is. I mean, it's it is very difficult. Um... Because inside of a management system, it's, you're going to have to go somewhere to create that text. Or you're going to have to say, for me, Vertifor was, hey, Vertifor is, they own this number that they gave me years ago. But now yeah. I'm doing exactly what you're saying. I'm just having to bite the bullet and go, okay, because I can't take that now to Salesforce. And it's like, yeah. shit. And so, yeah. And the other, the other piece, too, there were some very easy solutions for these other companies to, to take to provide that texting immediately right and now they're kind of stuck in bed with that person that was you know gotcha Gotcha. some of the old good old boy systems uh don't go away yeah Yeah. (laughs) they said we'd always have gas motors too till elon tusk came or elon tusk elon musk Musk. yeah (laughs) elon musk with his mesla you know exactly anyways no the um Okay, so last thing I want to talk about before we get on to um, the do or die, life or death situation. Um, what exactly, uh, what's, what's the, I saw somebody inside the, the uh, Lightspeed users group this morning make a thing about, hey, I'm new. This, their, their actual true comment, loyal listeners, was I'm enjoying, uh, I got to pull it up. I'm enjoying the fact that it's, that I, that it's working, it's, that it's Clear, uninterrupted. uninterrupted or something like that. I just thought that was funny. I forget that people like have had VoIP systems that just don't work. Like I've been with you guys now for six years. Like I, I'm like, oh man, people have been dealing with their phones not working. Anyways, okay. But then he or I think who it was, he or she said, you know, I need to be able, I need better functionality to be able to work off my smartphone. Well, I didn't even know, but his soft phone. Um, what, what kind of functionality do you guys provide when someone's working outside the office versus inside the office? Did you hear that virtual intelligence and on-hand VAs actually merge? That's right. I was talking to Michael Cruz and checking out what he has there with his Colombian workers. And I said to him, dude, what's up? You realize you're not a VA, right? He said, what do you mean? I said, you're a VE. Look it up on ChatGPT. I encourage you to do that too. He's got forward-facing VEs. VEs that can answer the phone and take questions 30 days in. You say yes to Michael. I want what you have. In 30 days, that's what he delivers. I said, Michael, this is unbelievable. We're strong in the front, but we're really strong in the back end. You provide the external VE for us. We provide the internal VE. I looked at him. I said, buddy, let's do this together. Let's let's do this. And he looked at me and he put out his hand and like a good solid Cuban American, he said, Jason, I'm committed. Let's do it. And that's what we did. We flew to Columbia. We saw his operation and you need to see it too. Give us a little click at virtual Intel. That's with two L's. That's virtual I N T E L L dot com. Go check us out. See what we're doing. High quality VEs mixed with technology delivered right into your agency. And you don't have to do all the things that you don't like to do, like hiring, firing, requiring, recreating, trying to find processes. Just there's so much stuff. I can't even say it right. That's right. Virtual Intel cast certified. Yeah, for sure. So we, we have a couple solutions that, that are built into the product. Soft phones are definitely a hot topic out there, right? It's kind of the new, the new thing, the next thing. But what we do 
you know, inherently is provide uh, what we call find me, follow me, where, you know, within the solution, you set a trigger and that automatically forwards to your cell phone. It stays within the Lightspeed Voice Network, which is obviously very important. So that call is recorded, your integrations still work, et cetera, et cetera. Nice. So that, that's kind of a free and easy one. And then today we do offer um, two things really. Uh, you could get, we, we push people towards a physical phone actually on your desktop and then we'll talk about some reasons why that's the best thing to do. Um, so that phone actually has its own soft phone app um, or instead of a physical phone, we could provide a, a third party uh, soft Correct. phone app. Uh, and, you know, just to be, we are working on our own internal soft phone. We ultimately, we do want to have it, but we don't want to just do it quickly and get it done. We are going to build it. It's going to be awesome, et cetera. But when you get into the soft phone piece, you know, there's always going to be challenges, right? And it's not the ones that are out there are great, right? And they all work fantastically. But when you, once you're layering technology on top of technology and you've got different signals going on, it's not going to be the most reliable and perfect sound solution. So I kind of use the analogy of a, you know, if you're doing power tools, right, and you have access to a drill that plugs into the wall, that power is going to be steady. It's going to stay strong. You're not going to have any issues. Yeah, the cord can be a little inconvenient sometimes, but overall, you know, every time you pull the trigger on that drill, it's going to work perfectly and, and everything's going to be good. Now, if you have the, the battery powered drill, you know, those first couple pulls on that trigger are great, right? It's, you know, power's there, everything's good. And then it kind of gets a little slower and then maybe it, it hangs up a couple times, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So it's just that battery becomes an extra layer. So if you're, if you kind of think about your cell phone, you've already, you're already on a wireless network of some sort, maybe it's Wi-Fi, maybe it's your cellular network, and then you're laying an app on top of that. So, you know, that app is relying on a, a signal that's on top of that other signal. Yeah. Um, and then you might have 22 other apps running at the same time, et cetera, et cetera. So you're constantly fighting for bandwidth, which, you know, if you're playing uh, Angry Birds, isn't, isn't that big of a deal, right? right? If you're on the phone with somebody, you know, that that can become a problem. So similarly, how, you know, VoIP, you know, seven, 10 years ago, wasn't that reliable signal wise, you're kind of, it, it's almost bringing that back into the industry. Gotcha. Um, you know, so it's just. But it just takes you know, time for us to evolve technology to get better. You guys are inventing your own thing. Um, uh, and, you know, 5G, maybe 5G helps it. Those signals are stronger. Dude, you know, 5G is for sure. I might everything you know? <laughs> Dude, it's 5g's for sure gonna help it that's a good point that's a real good real good real good point yeah it is yep. it is well i mean you guys are doing a lot of great stuff down there when when we talked uh, right now lightspeed voice and their developers that's one thing you guys have really built up over the last three to four years is a good development team i remember brad yeah. saying to me he said cass i know we have a good development team two years ago he said but dude i'm proud of my development team i have today he told me that one-on-one yeah. -on -one yeah. in his office when i was there and, and, and he really truly is. And we worked on uh, with them based on the fact that we think, uh, loyal listeners, that phones should be less, um, they should be capturing more data. The number one spot, maybe two, I don't know, but the number one spot that we are losing our most data is in the conversations that we have. I was just telling Travis Wednesday when we were having our meeting right now, our phone calls are up to about 45 to 48 um, total inbound, outbound a day. They were up around 60 or 70. We've made change over the last two years and we got them down to around in the 30s. And so I was like, you know what? Well, come to find out sales were up. 
when sales are up, more phone calls, just, just kind of just the way it is. So we were like, okay, but the point is, is, is that when we're looking at how this phone system is, we're thinking to ourselves, we're losing a lot of data that's actually occurring. So I have done some math and I've looked at it and roughly in a 15 to 20 minute podcast, I can do anywhere between five to 15,000 words. Okay. Just how hyped up I am or whatever it is. So you think of a novel is 40,000 words. So if we have 50-ish phone calls on average, and we can say that they're roughly, let's guess and say the average one is five minutes, okay? So that's 250 minutes, if I'm doing my math right. Yeah, 250 minutes. Divide that by six, you're going to get, a, or by 60 minutes, you're going to get whatever it is. It's going to be like four or five hours. Now go back to what I said, and let's say that we can talk 20,000 words a minute. There's two novels in just one day, two novels. Yep. Two novels, yep. little listeners. Two novels. Full of nothing but information about your people, About our people and our customers that are just going by. And you know what we do? We'll have like a really good conversation and we'll go to our staff and start telling them, oh man, you ain't going to believe this story. This was great shit. I forgot half of it, but hell, let me tell you about this. This was unbelievable. And it's usually about something that happened great in that person's life that needs to be spiked down and held for later to be able to help add value to them. And so all this stuff we're missing. And so we have challenged Lightspeed Voice to say, help us capture that. Help us capture that. Help us bring that AI, run that through AI. Help us bring that stuff, maybe off keywords immediately. How about loyal listeners, rather than sitting there and asking all the questions you do to get an auto or a home quote, what if you just ask them and as it's coming through, the computer's taking the information and putting it into the system, whether it's PL, Raider, whatever Raider you may use, Easy Links, you put it into your management system, however it is. Think about that. Think how awesome that would be. I mean, and, and then think about this. As you're asking those questions, it's building out that profile. And this is something that I learned here, loyal listeners. And Steve, you can tell me if I'm wrong. The, the, the main thing that we've realized about transcribing, this is what I told people when I came back, Steve. I learned from Brad and the developers and what your guys' vast knowledge is, is that we can transcribe it and we can run it through AI, Cass, but the closer we get to real time, the more this sucker is going to cost, right? So like if, if yeah. we can record it and then we had a half a day to send it through a machine and get all that versus no, it record it's transcribing real time on the screen and pulling AI, that's like Google shit and it's going to cost a crap load of money. What Am I wrong or right about that? Yeah, totally. And, and then some of it too is just the people want that and we're working towards the transcription stuff, the keywords pulling out. I mean, there there's, as, you know, there's companies that are doing it right and we're we're talking to a few of them and we'll, i think we'll have some exciting stuff coming here in the next few weeks i'm excited um, with regards to that but uh you know at the end of the day we ultimately want to at least provide an, an option right so we'll integrate with the world but we do want to provide it obviously internally the real-time uh, the, the call transcription and then the keyword stuff you know we're working towards that when you talk about real time um it gets challenging. Obviously, the technology needs to be, you know, way more advanced. And then, what you don't want to have it do is interrupt that conversation, right? So you don't want to be like, Jason, what is your first name? Pause. Right. And your last name? Pause. Right. You know, so that stuff, you know, is speculative, and, and certainly we're going to drive towards it, and, and it's exciting stuff. Or, and one of the reasons I wanted to bring Jason down uh, and David to, to come in is, you know, 
it's one thing when I go into a room with the developers and like, hey, this would be really cool. I heard that this would be great. But when we've got customers, users, you know, people that are saying, no, I do this all day, every day, and I want it, then the developers believe it more to be to be totally yeah. honest. So they're excited. So what we do is we're providing them, you know, a certain batch of time. And this is something that Google's actually done really forever. You know, they'll say, you know, dedicate 20% of your time to just the coolest, craziest Love stuff it. you can imagine and and see what happens from there. So we're giving that freedom to the developers and, and you know, we've been pretty excited. So, far. Dude, that is awesome, to be honest with you. Um, uh, dude, that is. Um, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm really excited. And, and, and the thing is, I think I could talk to a lot of companies that aren't going to be able to do it. They just don't have exactly. the team. They don't have the infrastructure. This is what I'm talking about. This is why it's so important. Everybody's like, Cass, you keep saying that. I'm like, I know, but you're still with Ring Central, dude. You're not listening to me. I mean, come on, man. Like, I see these people out there and I just throw big L's on my forehead at them. I'm like, like no, I'm joking. Yeah, they're, they're like iPhone users or something. Yeah, right. right. And, and I'm not throwing L's on my head because of losers. It's Lightspeed Voice, brother. You got to wear that brand. You, you got to you wear that. All right. Okay. All right. I'm just joking. So anyways, oh, here yeah. we are. We are in um, Placido. Yeah, it's Pine Island. Pine Island. Which is in Placido. Whatever. Yes. It's it, a brilliant oasis. It almost became in- a Mecca where people would come to in homage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So people don't know yeah. about it, but it could have been pretty famous. It could have so, been. So... It's the last night there. David and his wife have left. We came in on Thursday. We're leaving on Sunday. It's sun- Saturday afternoon. Steve says, hey, because we're in such a nice, beautiful place on the end of this uh, um, a strip of land. He says, let's just stay here. Sit by the pool, whatever, have some drinks. I said, fine. He goes, we go get some steaks. You know, he comes in because he's really proud about how he cooks his steaks. You know, most guys are. Steve's really, really good about how he cooks his steaks. He's cooking them. You know, I'm flying the drone, doing some video work and stuff. And finally, it's time to eat. So I always like to be the first one in. And so I go in and I'm, I make my stuff. And you got to understand that the houses sit on top of stilts. Okay. So you know how these houses are in Florida. They sit on stilts so they're right on the water. And underneath it, though, is like this like large picnic table where we're sitting on these um, like uh, stools. But they're like big stools, you know, like it's a big table. It's really nice. And so I'm setting this up. Because it it's unbelievable. It's just I just you just gotta have the visual, folks. You gotta have the visual. So I go down there with my steak, and I'm the first one down there, and I sit down kind of on the corner and picture picture a um um a, a park bench, a picnic bench. I'm sitting on the end of one of them, and I start eating. And right then, Steve comes downstairs because we're all downstairs outside, so ladies are still upstairs in the kitchen. And Steve comes and he sits on the other side of the um, park bench, but on the other end, right? So my wife will sit to my right. His wife will sit to his right. You know, it's going to be a, a wonderful affair. And about that time, I'm eating, and my wife tells me that I always eat to have two big bites. I mean, it's just this thing. I just know it. I probably don't even listen, and now I should. And I notice as I try to take this bite, I could not, I could not get it down. And then when I kind of noticed I couldn't get it down, I realized it couldn't come up. And I really kind of thought to myself, like, holy shit, you know, like, wow. And my, I could feel it still to this day, Steve. My, my throat back there still hurts from. I'm I'm sure. Sure. So I'm, it was a gigantic piece. Of it really was. I don't know what the hell I was thinking, dude. And so, and so I wasn't even drunk or anything. We hadn't even been really drinking yet. And it's only like 
five in the evening. Yeah. So anyway, so so we're so we're we're um I have this thing and I'm sitting there and Steve is over there eating. He's just sat down, he's just you know getting his napkins out, he's getting prepared, and I kind of stand up. And I stand up because I'm thinking to myself, like, holy shit, I can't breathe. Like, I can't breathe anything out. Nothing can come in. And I realize, okay, shit, I'm choking, right? Now, pause this for a minute there. One thing that not everybody knows, if you're a really close friend of mine, you know this, especially if you swim with me, I have a superhuman power. And my superhuman power is that I can hold my breath for an incredibly long amount of time. People that have swam with me before listening to this saying, yes, Cass can do that. I can really do it. So I didn't panic. Cause I knew, I kind of knew like just knowing my body, I was like, okay, Hey, I'm not out of air. Let me try to work on this. I figure after about 10 seconds, I'm not getting this. So I slowly creep around. Am I right, Steve? Slowly, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like to this point, I, I'm totally oblivious at this point. Like I'm just, just cutting my skin, you know, and I'm calm, cool and collective and I'm walking around. It's now been about 20, 30 seconds. I haven't, I haven't been able to breathe. And I go over to him and he's sitting there cutting and he looks up to his right and looks at me as he's cutting and kind of laughs, gives a little grin and then looks back down because it's cast, right? I thought I was getting a hug. You know, I'm not going to lie. I thought, I thought you were coming in for the bro hug. <laughs> you know, we're eating cake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. You, and it's cast too. You're like, you don't know what the hell you're going to do, right? And you look and then you look back down and then you look back up at me and you get serious yeah. and and I kind of point to my throat and you're like, are you yeah. choking, dude? And I'm like, um, I don't know if you see, I can't see anything. I'm like, mm. yeah, but I didn't want yeah. you to immediately like, do you want me to do the Heimlich? I'm like, hold on just a second. Cause I thought I could still get it up. And then when I, I was like, okay, I can't get it up. So I turn around and, and he comes up behind me and, and woof, once, you know, woof, twice, woof, three times. And I have to tell you at the woof, fourth time, I thought to myself, I really did. I'm picturing like the movies. I'm picturing this thing going to fly out of my, my mouth and it hasn't done it. And I'm thinking to myself at this time, Steve, and I probably told you this, but I'm thinking to myself, oh shit, he's not going to get this out of here. Like he's not going to be able to get it out. And I'm thinking, remember, we're on an island calling 911, going back 30 minutes, calling 911. It's going to be a long time, right? So I'm sitting here thinking, okay, and this is all going through my head. Anybody who's been in a situation like this, many people are listening that have probably almost choked. They've been in this situation. Your brain is racing, but I'm remaining calm. And I'm thinking, okay, if he can't get this, I'm just going to throw myself up against this table, right? Like just jam it. And then I'm thinking, or I'm going to run upstairs to my wife. And about that time, that's when like the black started coming around my eyes. And I'm like, oh, I'm a swimmer. I know what's getting ready to happen. And I'm thinking shit. And right then, it just like creeps up out of my mouth and I just reach in there and pull that son of a bitch out. And it was a big ass piece. And I mean, I just, just like you see on the movies, I was, <gasps> I mean, I was in man, just drool just coming out of my mouth. And it was amazing how the body had reacted. I know I'm a geek this way, but like the body had put a shitload of mucus behind it, trying like my body was trying to get the son of a bitch out. And I did, I bent over and I just put my fist out over there to Steve and I'm like, and, and he just grabs it, you know, like, Hey, and I'm like, give me fist. Motherfucker. <laughs> I'm so confused. He's like, just knuckles, just knuckles. I was so happy. I wanted to just jump on him and be like, Oh my God, thank yeah. you. Cause I mean, it, I went a while and man, dude. So then, so then the funny part is the wives are still upstairs. Right. So Steve and I sat back down and I just said, Steve, don't, don't say anything. And I, I mean, I, my eyes are still red and I mean, I'm crying because like, I was, I was trying to figure out what just Yeah. We're trying to figure point, out what I'm like. Know? And I'm like, Steve, like, let's just, let, 
don't say anything. And dude, just like some wives do, they came, sat down, looked right at us and said, what's going on? Something's going on right now. And I was, I mean, they didn't waste any time they knew. And so then what was amazing is I told them what happened and they were amazed. And then Laura, his wife says, Steve did that? And, then, and I said, yeah, we're the only ones down here. And she was like, that is totally not like Steve. <laughs> I think that is the best part of the story. Sure, sure, sure. So uh, you, you, I mean, people freeze in those situations and you didn't, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, no, and, and you know, it, it's funny, but I think you're, you stayed so calm. It was just like, what is going on? You know, so it kind of kept me calm, you know. It, it was, I it think was, if was I would have got up flailing arms and stuff. Well, dude, I would have been like, what is going yeah, on? Yeah, yeah. Really I would have been like, Laura. No. <laughs> really, for real, dude, for real. Yeah, if you would have said, hey, you need to get my wife, I would have darted up those stairs as fast as I could have. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, yeah. but that is a true life story. I believe that happened on November. No, that was that October 31st when you're in the full moon? Yep. It was on October 31st during the full moon. God, I really could have died. <laughs> and it would have made for a great story. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. yeah. And then October I, you know, 31st. I'm, table, I'm like, you know, sitting there like, did I, did I cause this? Did I fix it? Like I cooked the steak. Was it too tough? Like I'm all these things going through my head. And I'm like, I mean, oh, you got to think gosh. about it. It was October 31st. It was a blue moon. It was 2020. It was. Boy, the stars were in line for cast to go down. I'm telling you that. Wow. This is this, oil listeners, is a true story of how Lightspeed Voice saved my life. I'm serious. And the insurance industry, just by proxy. And the insurance industry. I didn't even think of that. This is major. This is major. I I thought about calling Fox or CNN to do a a special, but I thought – That'll seem like too much. I'll just keep it on on the podcast. Steve, man, it's um I'm looking forward to where we're going. I really greatly appreciate. I told you face to face, don't need it to be in front of everybody. I greatly appreciate you being a friend and saving my goddamn life and not freaking out. Because when I saw the black coming, I knew it was coming. I didn't have more than about five to ten seconds. Um when I swim, I can get that black to almost a pinhole. And then I have to, but I have to do it right at the top of the water. I, I just say, you know, you, you're in control of it. At that I point. am in control yeah. of it. But when you see the black, you know, you ain't got much longer to go. So anyways, but yeah, dude, um, pr- appreciate that. Appreciate for what you do, how you lead our industry, how you're always there for us. And thank you very much for sometimes Brad. If you guys don't know Brad, Brad is a true, um, he's a true techie. I mean, and when I say this, like I'm an insurance geek, he's a tech geek. I mean, his dude like knows tech, right? And sometimes like the way that developers think versus the way that agents think are like two different things. Like developers just want it to work, but agents want it to work and look pretty, right? And it and it takes a certain type of CEO or leader to say, I see things this way. I built this thing from the ground up, but let's still bring people in to hear what they say. So as we're thinking of the future, we're not thinking of the way our techie geek ass thinks. We're thinking of the way that people who are actually using it think. And when I was there, I took him in the room and I told him that. And when we we went into his office, because I don't think he understands. I don't think you do. I can think here and I can sit here and and mention many, many vendors or service uh, solution providers who actually care about what we do. And I just want to say on behalf of the independent insurance industry system and all the captives that have yet to figure out that the grass truly is a greener on the other side, that we welcome them and we are glad that you're a champion for us, man. Really, really do. 
Uh, great stuff. A lot of, you know, it's been a great story and we're continuing to write it. So lots of, lots of good stuff to yes, come. Yes, you are. And you are more than just talk, Lightspeed Voice. Great, greatly appreciate it. Um, I do almost forgot something. I have two more questions. I actually have added a new question. All These right. are two personal questions. Leaders are readers. Readers are leaders. You're a leader. Oof. I know you're reading. What are you reading right now? Or what's the last thing uh, you're reading? I am, I am guilty of this being my one terrible That's, thing that I just don't Where do you get your news then? Where do you get your knowledge? Uh, I, I, it's again, a terrible thing, but it's right now, especially the last several months is I'm just living my life and just staying out of staying off the internet as much as possible. My kids play sports every night and I'm there watching it and et cetera. So yeah. Okay. I mean, it's a terrible answer, but it I, is, it, I like, got to admit it's a really bad answer, but, <laughs> but let me, let me ask you this, getting a little more personal because some people watch things. I mean, I'm, I, I get, I can get hooked on certain things. People watch certain things like, you know, Alaskan trout or whatever, you know, Nat Geo. Yep. but I know that some people get their kicks on Netflix. Sometimes people spend their time on Amazon prime or you and Laura. Cause I know she's your boo. Maybe you're watching Hulu. What are you watching right now? I, I, again, it's, it's just shows, shows the depth of my, or lack of depth in my, my personality here, but no, I, I can watch impractical jokers all day, every That's day. Right. I mean, I, I just, I, I see, I know what they're going to say. I'm, I'm, I'm on the couch and I'm laughing like an idiot every time. And I'm not embarrassed about it. I, my kids make fun of me. My wife makes fun of me. But when Joe does something stupid, I just can't control myself. You know? That is awesome. That is awesome. <laughs> that, and, that, and everybody loves Raymond. I love everybody loves Raymond as well. Those are, that's my just release. And I just want to tune out and that's right. do it. That's what, so, I, that's what that's I'm trying me. to let people know. Like, there's this bad adage about watching TV. There's this bad thought process because I think people just used to sit in front of it and binge out. And there's people that do. But I watch 30 minutes to 45 minutes of some shower, uh, shower, some show at minimum. Sometimes it's really yep. good. I'll watch two or three episodes before I go to bed. You know, some nights I go to bed at 730. Some nights I go to bed at 10. But I mean, it's this thing that we have in society. Uh, I wonder if it's just Americans. Like we're like, oh, I don't really watch TV. We do all watch something. And that's why I'm asking the questions. Yours is Impractical Jokers. And I absolutely love that. Dude. Right. I love that. Right. And live sports. I watch live sports ridiculously. So, yeah, yeah, you told me about that. that I forgot about that. Anyway, loyal yep. listeners, I do what I do because I do it for you. This has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast. Tell me your thoughts, tell me your ideas, and I'm going to tell the world what you have to say. This has been Cass. He's more.